Yeah, yeah. I got wood grain in my dummy up. Cool quarter million, my go yard up. I win the game, so you still gotta shuffle. Bone with the drippin', just learn how to hustle. Look at your bitch through these DL by focus. I get me some hands, she been that shit over. They say Lily, I been looking like dollars. Pinch her hot waters, I dress like a golfer. We riding foreigns, ain't no more impalms. Ain't had no new bum, but I got baby bombs. Shopping that Barney, I drip like a mom. Watch how I drip when I hit that McGallum. Cody, and I sit on my low, don't get splattered. Doctor told me I got lean in my bladder. Run through this cash like family, don't matter. I got your back for the same panic gun. Alright. Boxed up UFC is back. Slimmy and Dylan solo. No, no special guests this week. Uh, OG how we, show. How are we doing? How are we feeling? Um, feeling well. Um, really enjoyed the card this week. It's good to have an OG show of just you know Slimmy and I. Um, we'll probably have Bridger on next week for the for pay per view. He's our pay per view specialist. But yeah, no, it's just us two. Uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Okay, so UFC Long Island. Where do we want to start with this? Should we start? Should we just go bottom up like yeah. we normally do? Just I think save all bottom the... up. Yeah. All right. Prelims. Okay, first of all, before I get in, we start getting into it, this was a great card. Not so much for my picks, but in terms of entertainment value. Really? Was, this was, awesome. was like my best betting card in a long time yeah i and usually we're in we're aligned in this kind of stuff but i i've made some decisions second guesses that didn't go my way um we'll, we'll get into it as we go along. okay but first also I... b- before before we uh, begin um so <laughs> card is 8 a.m pacific time um yeah, out here that? so it was so it was good i i went out the night before and so i went to bed kind of late so I had to set an alarm to wake up for the card. So I, you know, woke up hella early, not hella, like 7.30. And I wanted to go get coffee. And I was talking with the Dutch Bros uh, worker. And she was also like, you know, she woke up early too. She was tired. She was like, oh, why are you up so early? And I was like, uh, UFC's on right now. <laughs> That's literally what I said. I couldn't think of a lie in time, but... Yeah, man. Sometimes you have to sacrifice sleep to watch watch violence in the hey, morning. But that's what we're here for. That's what that's what the boxed up. It's the boxed up way. That's the boxed up way. Yeah, I I got up around like seven thirty because I knew I was like, okay, if I'm gonna be sitting on my ass for the next six hours this afternoon, like I need to do something in the morning. So I got a nice workout in, made Hell some yeah. breakfast, got everything all settled down, got a little productivity out of the way. And then 10 a.m. It was perfect start time. I'm excited that this week I think it starts a lot an hour later. Yeah, it does. does. But I liked the early start time. I think, definitely. yeah, I did too. It's it good was to a mix little, up. It was a little too early for me because I rushed home mm-hmm. to watch Ducate and Penny duke it out. And I was yeah. like, okay, we're, we're we're I'm glad that fight was first. Just kind of eased myself into it. Even the first two fights, but yeah, I was gonna do it. Yeah, so Penny and Ducote, um, as you said, really good way to ease into the card. Uh, Dakota looked really good in her uh, UFC debut. She's the round. I don't think the rankings are out yet, but it was funny when they these fighters walked out and like they had the little like their names on the bottom of the screen. I didn't know Penny was ranked 14th. Like, I I, found I probably that should, I probably should know these things, but it's like okay, Emily Dakota comes in and wins a pretty clear unanimous decision over her and is going to be ranked next time these uh the the rankings get updated 
Um, but honestly, yeah, I, mean, it, I was just going to say in that third round, uh, it looked like she was almost going to get her out of there with the leg kicks. Yeah, I did for it. I was kind of rooting for that. Um, I had Ducate to lay, so I didn't have any serious action. But, I mean, I think it's it's a rare kind of knockout that I kind of root for. Um, is it Penne? Yep. Penne. Yeah. So, yeah, Penne, she's 14. Ducate will probably take her for 14th spot. Um, but, yeah, I mean, extremely impressive. I mean, Penne, her, you know, she was trying to take her down the whole time. That seemed to be the game plan. I don't know much about either of these fighters going in, but – the, the calf kicks worked out perfectly and it shows how effective they can be. And yeah, I, I, I did think she was going to be done just because of the leg yeah. kicks. And, and it was crazy because yeah, it, at, at one point she was just chopping the legs and just like, cause that's in like, that was her hammer fist. You know what I mean? Like right. that was her way to get her out of there, which is so rare. And like in terms of, just how this card was going. So I had bet on Penne the week before because I was just spamming underdogs. Yeah. So she she lost, obviously. So, like, I I was already in a hole from that. But I had Ducote in a lay. And it was the lay that uh, Mr. RoboBets gave out on last week's show. It was Ducote. It was Jacoby. Um, who else was it? The Leech. The leech, someone else, and Ortega. And it was four for five until Ortega. Did you Ooh. not hedge? I did, but I mean, I didn't win as much as if it would have hit. Yeah, no, Sam, but I hedged and like that was it. I won more than I would have if I cashed out. So I was actually like fine. I mean, I wasn't happy with what happened, but I was like, okay. Exactly. But since I. Like, for example, that penny bet that I had, like, since I lost a lot of my straight bets, it almost, like, evened out for me. But right. if, if the big parlay would have hit, it would have been, like, a profitable card. So that was a tough yeah. one. Tough one as well. Yeah. We'll get to that one. Um, shout out to Dakota. I'm glad to see her enter the rankings. She seems way more promising than what we've seen for Penny. She, she looked good. Yeah. So we'll see what's next for her. Uh, after that, middleweights, Dwight Grant and Stoltzfus. I, I knew Dwight Grant should not have been a favorite. That's why I took Stoltzfus at plus 140 when I could. He ends up getting the unanimous decision. Um, a lot of people on Twitter had it 30-27 for Stoltzfus. I had it 29-28, giving Grant the first round. All three judges agreed with me, and I was very shocked by that because usually it never happens. But uh, I don't know. This was an underwhelming fight, in my opinion. Nothing really, like stood out to me in terms of nothing significant but besides i stole foos as well no, yeah. besides him taking grant to the center and slamming him down that was, was kind of cool. cool that was cool um but yeah i mean rounds two and three were obviously stole foos um one i i i mean i don't really remember it too well but yeah it's, it again, could go either way dwight grant isn't good like let's be honest here he he looked he the way he moves it looks like he's always rocked does that make sense mm -hmm. he looks like, like when he stumbles around yeah, he just kind of like his body movement is just terrible. Or and he, get, he got tired too, which didn't. Yeah. Help. Oh, he he was gassed. And yeah, I mean, pretty not much else to say. I mean, I mean, I'm glad I was on the right side of this one. Um, Stolfus didn't impress me that much either. I don't know. I what, the main thing I took away away from this fight is that I don't think Dwight Grant be around that much longer. He, he just is, is not much of a threat in terms of just. I mean, I think he's four and five now in the UFC. Yeah. I mean, 
I don't know. Um, it was one of those where the the loser is like probably gonna get cut because Sol Tuus had lost like three in a row before this, and yeah, it was his first win in the UFC. So uh, one thing that I learned during the broadcast that Sol Tuus has he's born uh, from Amish parents, so he's like he's not Amish. He didn't grow yeah, up he's Amish. not Amish. I remember but, that too. And he has a master's degree in German to English translation. That's pretty fucking sick. That's pretty cool. You don't see that a lot. From That's me. random, but cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. Just Dustin Jacoby. Crazy He's knockout. Back. He's back. And he never left. Well, he did leave. He's been back, though, for about He's seven been fights. back. He, he's back again from, like, when he was other back before. You know, see, if, you know what I mean? This is another thing. I took... I took young like a dumb. Oh, what? I know, man. I know. I was like, I was getting way too cute. I was getting way too cute. Oh, and man. He looked all right for until he was out cold. No, he did. And so I I made my biggest bet of the night. Actually, yeah, one of my biggest bets of the night was on Jacoby. So that was big. Um, but I know the, Bridger had a good night too, which is fuck. You guys are, <laughs> I'm the only one that's down here like, man. We should have consulted before because I'm surprised. Like, usually we are on the same wavelength with this. Well, stuff. and it's like we, like, when we talked about it last week, we basically were, but I just, yeah. like, like I said, I got too cute, but it'll happen. It'll happen. Anyway, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a pretty close fight. Jacoby was getting tagged a few times, and then the right hand completely clipped him. And uh, the I thought he walked away too soon. I thought he pulled like a, uh, a rally against or, Almeida. Uh, or, uh, uh, Marina versus your girl, he boss. Oh, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, my God, I guess brought up way too much. Um, but yeah, I mean, it turned out that, yeah, he, he was done for sure. He was done. Jacoby lands a huge right hand. Um, so now we're going to see, so Jacoby is 14th and now we're going to see him probably get a top 10 guy in the light heavyweight division all right let's 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 match okay. make this right before now. before we say rankings. that though i'm i'm not looking forward to it, i'll be honest because this fight aside jacoby has been such a staple prelim minus 300 fighter in the past like three years well shit if you win seven of those types of fights in a row then it's like what are we i know but it's like- gonna be so weird to see him like as an underdog against like a top 10 guy you know what i mean all right, let's see. You know here. what I'm saying? It's hilarious. He's always in the prelims. He's always a favorite. He's I won. swear, in the last year, I've seen him fight like five times. Yeah, and it, and it's the same thing. He's a minus two hundred, minus three hundred favorite. And he just outstrikes whoever. Like honestly, the fact that he KO'd him in the first round was shocking. Did not yeah, see he, that coming at he all. Usually doesn't do that. Okay, so some people are saying Johnny Walker, which I don't hate. Um, Everyone okay. Uh, mostly Ryan Span. Ryan Span would be. That's what I'm looking at too. Span or Walker, the loser of Craig Ozdemir. Mm, yeah, we'll get to that. I'm excited to talk about that fight. Yeah. Um, is Span or Walker's fine. Yeah. I I feel like those those are weird matchups, especially just. I feel like you could fast track to Kobe though because he's won. He hasn't lost in nine fights. <sighs> This is just such a weird division. Like, look, like, look at his resume. He won, I believe, he won for had a draw against Kudaliba, and then won has won five in a row. Yeah, so like that's, I don't. That's crazy. I don't know what Jimmy Crute's up to. Walker and Span don't have anybody. Let's see what happens with Krilov, uh, Ozdemir, and Craig because they all fight this 
this weekend. See what happens with them, and we'll go from there. But I wouldn't hate Johnny Walker. Okay, so he won three in a row, had that draw, and then has now won four in a row. Mostly against no names, but he still hasn't lost in eight fights. So yeah, I mean, and it's wild too, because he fought once in 2011, fought once in 2012, took eight years off and then had this run. It would be very strange to see a fight between Johnny Walker and Dustin Jacoby. I just have a hard time picturing that in my head. I I think Jacoby would win, but I I see what you're saying. Remember when Johnny Walker was like the next big thing at light heavyweight? Yeah. What a time. Not anymore. What a time. Tough scene. Uh, shout out Dustin Jacoby. We'll see what's next for him. Again, he's so active. I wouldn't. We'll, we'll see him fight again before. Definitely the top. T- I, I, at least top fifteen. Yeah, yeah, you'll get a ranked guy next. Uh, maybe not though. I don't know. We'll see. Fuck it. Eight in a row hasn't lost. All right, Bill Algio and Herbert Burns. Please explain to me what happened here because it looked like Herbert Burns was going to finish him for like the entirety of the first round. Okay, so Herbert Burns. Um, uh, Gilbert Burns' brother, he got Algio in a triangle in the first round, and it looked tight. But after the fight, Algio talked about how he didn't, he wasn't that tight. He he was doing all the right things to defend it. He wasn't letting Herbert move him to the side because that's how you make it tighter. He was staying stable. He was forcing Herbert to change his position. On, on from from his back he was keeping moving like that's how you defend triangles if you stay stagnant you let the other fighter <laughs> you're gonna go unconscious you go. yeah exactly uh, i mean we'll, we'll get, we'll get to sue leg. Yeah. yeah we'll get to sue versus shell but yeah you if, if you stay moving you're a lot you're allowing your opponent to dictate where you go so Alger got out of it and then was able, and he still had top position. He started landing ground and pound on Herbert Burns. And, and at some point, I think it was in the first round, but at some point, Herbert fucked up his knee. Like It might have been when he was trying to squeeze the triangle. Yeah, it could have been it. But it, it happened in the first round for sure. So at some point, he fucked up. And in the first round, Aljo let him up, and Burns took like five seconds to get up. And when that happened, I was like, this is going to end soon. Yeah. It got to the second round. Same kind of thing happened. Um, Algio lets him up, and he just couldn't get up. He just couldn't do it. It was a weird – I've never really seen that before. In, it was kind of a weird – It seemed in the corner, in Burns's corner between rounds, he was kind of – I don't I don't want to say he, like, didn't want to go back out there, but he definitely seemed – He like knew something was wrong. The fire was taken out of him. Uh, he looked so defeated. Not only was his knee fucked up, he was also gassed. He gassed out yeah. really quickly. And that's something that we talked about. I think Robo mentioned it last week, how Burns gassed is super fast. And mm-hmm. that's exactly what happened. Especially when and you're squeezing to... a triangle like yeah. that for so long, like that'll, that, like that'll do it. Yeah, you know? that like... drains all your energy. Um, Algio gets the, the finish. Um, Burns kind of just... I don't know. This was strange. He's carried off by his brother. Like, I had a weird feeling of, like, in that second round, like, once the finish happened, it was just strange. And this wasn't the only fight on this card that had a strange ending like this. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, okay. Twitter is also ruthless, was, like, talking about Herbert and Gilbert and, like, one is so superior than the other. Um, Yeah. That was kind of funny. It's like Shevchenko's. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, 
but yeah, man, I don't, I don't know what's next for him. Uh, Algio, he's throwing together a few wins. I think he has some promise. I mean, he did everything right in this fight. Uh, it kind of surprised me that he stayed on top for as long as he did, but he obviously knew um, he stuck to the strategy and obviously understood when he was in danger and so didn't force anything. But um, yeah, it was a very odd ending, but I, the unders, I didn't really care. Kind of sucks. We didn't get to see Algio versus Billy Q. I would have much preferred. Yeah. That that'd have been, oh yeah. That would have been great. Um, okay, I, think but, Algio, I think Billy Q would have beat him for sure. Probably. Yeah. Um, Ricky Simone, second round submission of Jack Shore. He looked really fucking good. He looked really fucking good. So did you have Shore? No, I had Simone. Okay, good one. shit. I, I was on the right side of this. One. Okay, good. I had the over two and a half though in a parlay. I so. all yeah, that's you hate to see that. That's um, happen. But I mean, what else is there really to say? Simone just was all over him. From Simone was just better. It, it was yeah. wild to see. I mean, Simone won the first for sure, I'd say. Yeah. It was a pretty close first. But, he I won mean, the first, and it's like towards the end of the first, Shore started to land a little bit, but it, yeah. it was not nearly enough to swing the round. It was a lot of clinch work. Simone really impressed me with his way because he used his frame to his advantage because they're different body types at a, at, the, at the Bantamweight weight class where Simone has a little more mass to him little wider he's a it's a bigger frame where shore is a little you know a little more scrawny and skinny um and he used that to an advantage and utilize the clinch game and obviously had a lot more power and once he landed in the second round knocked him down it was i mean the, the finishing ability with simone is incredible when he has someone hurt he gets them out of there so we talked about this. He moved down two spots in last week's rankings, and now it's like he's probably just going to regain those two spots and go back to 11, which is really fucking stupid because yeah. with a performance like that, beating the undefeated guy, like he should be able to crack the top 10 over fucking Frankie Edgar or whoever the fuck For is in sure. front of him. Frankie will be out of there soon, though. Well, yeah, Frankie said, I don't know if you saw, he yeah, mentioned he wants one fight. more retirement fight coming up. Give him fucking Ricky Simone. <laughs> like, I mean, shit, why not? But he calls out O'Malley at the end. That fight is not going to happen, but I think why? Simone would. They're not going to give O'Malley Simone. They're going to give O'Malley Rob Font, or they're going to give O'Malley another striker. They do not want him to face Ricky Simone. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Simone would win that fight. That's what I mean. Like, they wouldn't. Yeah. Um, I would, I would, I mean, you give Simone like mood hose or some shit, Rob Font. I don't hate it. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's this division is crazy how from one to 50. I mean, Umar and Yanez are both ranked at 15. I know, like, that's wild, <laughs> you know, it's it's a crazy division. This might be the most stacked division. In the it's my UFC. favorite division. I love it's, the Bantamweights, man. It's crazy. It's it, and and once uh a Sun Sao is finally unranked and Edgar is out of there, it's it's killer's row. It's death row. It's, yeah, we got to we got to get uh, we got to get Rob Font out of there. I think next after those guys, Rob Font's got one more chance to to keep his spot. Yeah, but you know what I mean though. There's no slouches. Like everyone's a killer and. Like you've got Yadong, Simone, Shore, Yanez. I mean, it's wild. But in terms of the fight itself, one thing that another thing that stood out to me is that uh, if I was a UFC fighter personally and I rock somebody like Simone rocks Shore, 
and I got full mount, I'd be wailing on him. But having the presence of mind to go for an arm triangle, yeah. Like, what if that doesn't work? You know what I mean? It's it's like that was a risk, in my opinion, because if that doesn't work, you gave short time to recover, but he locked it in. And the Selly was lit too. I like the Selly a lot. I just overall super impressed. I don't know if we can necessarily uh give him the uh the Jake Matthews impressive performance of the week, but he just I, I think, might be. I, he just I, might be. I, yeah, it was a hard award to win this week for sure. Yeah. I think uh, I think you could. I think, I think you, could. you could. Well, we'll 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 talk about the the main card and we'll see. We'll see. I, I I'm yeah. I don't know, but he's, I think he's, he's nominated officially. But that's a huge that's a huge win. His only other ranked win was against the Sun Sound. He's kind of an afterthought now. Mm-hmm. He just he just took the O from Jack Shore's uh, record as an underdog. So, at hey Oregon stand up. Let's go. <laughs> I'm all all Malver Simone. And Shore will be back. That wasn't his best performance yeah, sure, at all. Sure. But it, it, yeah, it really back. wasn't, but he'll, he'll be back. Um, okay, Punaha, Punahele Soriano. Pretty gnarly knockout of Dalcha. Yeah, that was a cool knockout. Again, I had Dalcha, and Dalcha won the first round. Yeah, Dalcha, he looked good. For he looked play. good. Okay, but he won the first round, but I think we both thought, like, okay. We're like, this is – yeah, that didn't, that didn't make me feel any better about my bet at all uh-huh. because it was going to be KO or bust for – Either side, probably. Yeah. Pretty nice knockout. I don't think Poon is that good. Dalcha, Dalcha is like the worst fighter that looks so good sometimes. It just, I said this on the pod. I was like, this is going to be the time he puts it together. It was, again, looking great first round. Thought he was going to get the knockout. Scary looking man. He's gigantic. He's just not able to put all of the pieces of the puzzle together to get a win. No. It's very frustrating because you see a guy as athletic, as powerful as Dalcha, and you want him to put it together because I'm sure he could come up with some highlights. He already has. Mm-hmm. He ended up on the other side of a highlight in this one. Child yeah, Puna. Puna, cool knockout. He's not that good either. He looked pretty bad his last two fights. Um, yeah, it was a cool knockout. It was a sick yeah, right hand. Yeah, it was a, it was a did, great way it, to it was, No, it was a great highlight. It's a great way to end the prelims, I thought. Um, yeah, I don't have much else to say. I mean, not yeah, really no, want, we had a... Uh, you don't need a the, matchmake for these guys. I the, mean, yeah, no, not at all. The bo- Dakota bo- bo- and Stoltzfus decision wins were succeeded by four straight finishes. So I have something to say about that. So um, the unders were eight and four on this card. Mm. And... It was just a perfect opportunity to hit one of those big underlays. And I had a five-legger. They went three and two. I bet them all just, individually too. So it it, it kind of it was it was still good. You but. just you picked the you picked a couple of the wrong ones. The few wrong ones that there were. What were the two that you had in the lay? Uh the two wrong ones were uh Jordan and Burgo. So like uh, you can't really blame me on that one. And then Soul Foos and Grant, which I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you you live and learn. Yeah. All right, main card. Again, at this point, as the main card was about to start, I was like, "Damn, like this is uh that was this is good, good spot to be in for this card. The momentum is rising." And then, and then Tate, same thing too. You've got two decisions and then four straight finishes. Yeah, but then Misha Tate and Lord Murphy walked out, and I was like, "Oh, brother." Okay, I thought it was a good fight. I think you're being too hard on. Him, I honestly. don't think you can say it was a good fight. I think Lauren Murphy did a good job. I think she I was good. good. I, I thought it was a good scrap, honestly. I think you're being too hard on him. No way, man. Misha, that was not it. Compared, comparatively speaking, 
like to the rest of this card, this was a terrible fight. Um, I think it was the third or fourth best fight in the main card. For sure. I mean, Dude, I okay, know. okay, okay. It was better than the Watterson Lamos fight. I'll give it, I'll give it that. And the Ortega Yana or Well, Ortega. that doesn't count. Yeah, it it counts. Well, okay, but the there's we'll get to it. But well, here's my okay. thing. Okay, Misha, conclusivity is important. Number one, number one, um, box up has been hard on Lauren Murphy for a long time, but I think she I, she, she won my, she won me back. Definitely. Yeah, she I mean, I don't know if I'm a fan, but I mean she looked really fucking good. And Misha Tate, yeah, she was getting her shit rocked, but she never stopped coming forward. And she's tough. That's that's Misha. Yeah, no, yeah, that's classic Misha. I mean, but it's she, like it would be better if she was tough and also effective offensively. Yeah, I know. Well, okay, Misha is 35. But Lauren Murphy's 38 or something. Yeah, I know. My point is I think Misha, I think she should call it soon, honestly. This was I mean, she, this was her like she went down the th- th- This class. is her this was her chance. Yep. I guess the number three guy, this is her chance. Um also okay, I, I didn't bet on this fight. Um, but I I threw out Murphy straight bet on the pot and I got fucking shot down. So respect. I don't know. Maybe if I maybe if I uh hadn't even said anything, I would have bet on Lauren Murphy, but that was the obvious bet here. Um it, I don't think it was that obvious. Well, it should have been obvious. I think I told you, like, how did I not see this coming? Because Okay, well, Lauren Murphy won five in a row before she lost to Valentina, and apparently she had some shit wrong with her during the fight, and yeah, she, like, she was, like, regrets Ill. not pulling out. Yeah, so, um, yeah, in terms of Misha, I mean, she's already taken so much damage. Um, <laughs> the picture of her at the Yankees Yeah, that was funny. Her eye that was funny. Her eye was fucked up during the fight. Definitely broke the orbit. That's what I'm saying. Like, the, the, like maybe not the best friend in the car, but there was still violence. I'm oh, thinking, yeah, she was bloodied up. That's fair. For each fair fight point. we see, we have a certain amount of expectations going into it, and this one, I think we'd agree we had we had low expectations, but I think it was a good fight to open up the main card and exceed expectations. Okay, I can agree with that. Still, I don't think if like if I were, let's say, well, if I wasn't able to watch this card live, and I had to go back and watch it, I would probably skip this fight. Knowing sure. that it went to decision, whatever. But out of the three women's fights on the card, this was by far the best one. Yeah, I can agree with that. Um, do you think Amanda Hebos can beat Lauren Murphy? Because I don't know. Um, next question. <laughs> okay, but <Lauren laughs> probably Murphy, not, dude. Probably not. I, I mean, if if Lauren Murphy was like that last, well, like she was on Saturday night, I I think she'd beat Hebos, but. I mean, and Misha that's, couldn't, that's irrelevant. Misha couldn't but. even take her down. So, like, yeah, I don't, it's irrelevant. But I, I, I need a man to heave his fight up, fight news soon. Besides her getting the 15th spot at fly, flyweight, which is absolute horseshit. But me, yeah. Okay. So Murphy calls out the winner of Andrade and uh, Firo. My, I still don't know how to say her name. Firo. Firo. Anyway. I don't the, um, literally right after that happens live, it's breaking news that Andrade is no longer fighting. So they, yeah, that re- was wild. It was weird. So it was originally supposed to be Shukagan versus Firo. Shukagan pulls out. 
Andrade steps in. Now Andrade steps out, and Jukagan's back in, which makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah, why not just put Murphy there? I hope Jukagan move or loses, bro. I'm not a fan. She was there at the fights. I'm pretty sure. I yeah, I, I think we can both agree that we are ready for Caitlin Jukagan to take an L. Porn porn watcher Jukagan. Yeah, I'm I'm good on her. Um, was this also we we can talk about this now? We can they all they also announced live. I, th- I think at this time that they're doing October 22nd, Abu Dhabi, Islam, Oliveira. Yeah. I think it was pretty interesting. They, they usually don't do this during fight nights. Um, right. But, I mean, that's huge news. I think we all kind of saw it coming. It was um, just a matter of time. The, okay, that was also right after Oliveira won an SP for best uh, fighter. Which True. Was, yeah, there's, a, there's like a random news dump in the like middle of this like beginning yeah, so, of his main card. Yeah, it was good for Charles, but I mean, we'll mention this a lot going forward, but I mean, first impressions on that. Oliveira opening as an underdog is something that I have yeah, already yeah. bet. I've already bet that. Plus 170. <laughs> I already bet it. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I don't I almost did it myself. That's that's hilarious. No, yeah. 100 Bro, I don't know how you could you give me how, plus how odds you, on Charles Oliveira. I'm how can you not pass odds. up Charles I'm, Oliveira plus I'm, odds? I'm taking plus odds, wild. Charles Oliveira. I feel you know, blessed that I have, I have a chance to do it again. I just I feel blessed. It's crazy. I, we didn't think we ever would get the chance after the Portier no, fight. Exactly, and or, I, I mean, shit. What was the Gaethje line? He was like a slight favorite, wasn't he? He was a slight. He was favorite okay. against Gaethje. Gotcha. Um, yeah, man. I mean, <laughs> in terms of the location. And the stakes, Oliver couldn't be at more of a disadvantage. Um, he said he doesn't want to fight in Abu Dhabi, but he's probably getting a bag. Um, Islam, man, like, how is he going to beat Oliveira? I don't know. Like, I think Oliveira can deal with submissions. He can deal with the ground game. I think he has better stand-up than Islam. Dude, I think that's the scariest thing if you're Islam, like, I think Oliveira could very easily knock out Islam. Yeah, like, like very like easily. Like quick, yeah. Like very quickly, exactly. Like one of the first few exchanges on the feet, I think he could rock. I mean, we saw him do it against Justin Gaethje. I might I might be doubting Islam a little bit, but... Oh, absolutely. I, I mean, his last win was over Bobby Green. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. But what... Famous last fights, the Bobby Green fight, the the Kimura against Hooker... And then Tiago Moises. Um, Those are his last yeah. wins. The, what what he did to those people, he won't be able to do to Oliveira. Not 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 even close. I mean, I wouldn't think so. Tiago Moises took him to, to the to the fourth round for Christ's sake. Is Tiago is Tiago Moises next in line for a lightweight title shot? He's coming he off strings, a win. If he strings together a few a few good wins, who knows? Who the fuck knows? Tiago Moises could beat Charles Oliveira. I think I want Oliveira to win so badly. Just just I'm not the biggest Islam guy. And um, it's bullshit. You guys title stripped. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's, ready for MMA it. Twitter is very divided on Islam versus Oliveira. Like, there's two very strong fan bases. Well, here's the thing. Like, MMA I'm not... Twitter. Okay. What side are you on? I mean, I'm not like a diehard, like, talk shit and, like, troll Islam fans type of Oliveira guy. But, like, I'm a, I, I like Oliveira better. Yeah. All of like, one of my favorite fighters now. It's wild to me that that like this like thing like I'm, him him and Volk have absolutely shot up 
my favorite fighters ranking yeah, in the last year. Thing about Islam is that he's see, I'm on the side cool. of so there's people that don't think he should get a tele shot. I, I disagree. I think he should get a tele shot. Who else should get it, honestly? If we're gonna well, there's no real. other like if you win 10 in a row, it doesn't matter who it's against, it's not on you for who they give you. You know what I mean? Like if yeah. you win 10 in a row, you should get a title fight. But at the same time, I think he's a little overhyped because he hasn't fought anybody, you know? And you know, it's unfortunate. He was gonna fight RDA. No, it was Benil. I mean, yeah, he's gonna that, fight that Benil. Was, that was gonna be his his guy. What's Benil um, up to, man? He's still hurt. I think he's wait. I saw a, a rumor that maybe him and Poirier. No, that was work. fake news. That was fake news. Okay, D- Dustin Good. Dustin tweeted fake news. After I was that. gonna say because Poirier needs a way bigger fight than that. If we're yeah, gonna be no, real. that would not. Nah, Poirier's not taking that. I'm saying Benil versus Gamrot. That's that's what makes sense in my mind. But anyway, let's, but, let's get back to this UFC on that. Yeah, yeah. We can we have all we've we got what three months before uh that title fight. So a lot of preparation time. We'll get plenty of time to talk about that. Okay, featherweights. This fight definitely delivered. Burgos and Jordan goes to decision. I thought Jordan won. Rounds one and three. Did you have Jordan? No, I actually didn't bet on this one. I, I, I had Burgos, so I was actually, like, very pleasantly shocked when the scorecards got read. I, I wanted to – did you think Jordan won? So, okay, it, it's a weird fight to score because right. Burgos obviously won the second. He spent the entire time with a standing triangle. Do you agree with the 10-8 round for that, though? No. Because that's what the 20, the 28-28 the had one and three to Jordan in a 10 Yeah, for but here, here's the thing, two. though. I don't, I don't I think people are, people are br- bringing that out of context. I don't think the 10 8 really matters because if he put that as a 10 9, he has Jordan winning. That that judge had Jordan winning the first. So either way, Burgos wins the fight. You know what I mean? Oh, I know. But I'm just saying, like, I don't agree with that being a 10 8. If you're giving that a 10 8, you need to give the 10 8 to Jordan in round three as well yeah that's true see like it, it's but when I, I when i heard that there was a, a 28 28 i automatically assumed that judge gave first and second to burgos and a 10 8 for jordanian three it never occurred to me that the 10 8 would be for burgos in round two okay so let's get so burgos obviously won the second jordan obviously won the third first the first was really close I don't think the first was obviously Jordan. I thought it was a really close round. I thought oh, it was close either way. The I, I, first, it, it was it was a scenario where Burgos won the first half of the round because he had that he got the triangle early, and Jordan and, won the second half of the round. Yeah, it was one. Of, so, but it's not like Jordan was delivering like crazy. Uh, oh no, I'm not. I'm not calling it like a huge robbery or anything. But no, like, it wasn't. I, I, it, I it was a it was a really close fight. Jordan almost finished Burgos in the third, and Burgos almost finished Jordan in the second. You know. Uh, so I was happy with the way it went because I had money on Burgos, but I wouldn't have been surprised either way. Right. I was surprised with the 10, eight for Burgos in round two. I don't really agree with that because I mean, by definition, that is a 10, eight. It's just a round. That's obviously, I mean, Burgos won that round for sure. He delivered four significant strikes to where you lose me on the 10, eight, but right. he didn't like do any damage. Um, and Jordan just let it all loose in the third. Yeah, Jordan put it on him. 
So really close fight. So, but but again, it came onto the first round, and it's not surprising that two judges had it for Burgos and one had it for Jordan. Right. No, I'm again not too upset with the decision. I I had it for Jordan. I really like the like Burgos and Jordan both have like a really cool look to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What is, I'm I'm kind of glad Burgos won, not just because of the money, but because I think this was. This is his, this is his second unranked opponent in a row. You know what I mean. So he's obviously mm-hmm. and he's been ranked the whole time. So and he's beat both he, of them. He yeah, he's, exactly. So I think he passed a test to where he gets. He's gonna get a chance now to fight someone uh, above the rankings and and featherweight. And Jordan, Jordan will get that. We'll get that ranked one. He'll probably get a ranked guy next. He's right there. So I'm not. I'm, yeah. My point is, I think Jordan has more um, room for error at this point of, of, of his career. If that makes sense. Absolutely. Um. Jordan definitely showed that he belonged. Uh, he lost to Julian Arosa. Just shout out, shout out to Juicy J Arosa last year. Jordan's striking was Jordan's striking was much better than Burgos. Burgos didn't want to stand with him, which is At really all. rare. Well, it was like all or nothing with Burgos. Like he was throwing big shots where the speed and and the timing, like we've talked about this before, speed and timing will beat power all day, and that's what Jordan had over him. Mm-hmm. So. Huge speed advantage, and Burgos was standing in the pocket with Emmett, Barbosa, um, Billy Q. What a know. fucking crazy person, man! <laughs> yeah, but against Jordan, he was going for takedowns and mm-hmm. he didn't want to be there in terms of just standing in the pocket, standing and banging. Yeah, which which was surprising to me, but it kind of showed how much he acknowledged Jordan's. I think he realized pretty early that oh, shit, he's got me on the feet, yeah, and. He, he was really putting it on Burgos in the third, but, like, I don't think Burgos was ever, like, really in trouble. Like, he was definitely – he was There was a second shots, there. Like, there was a second where I was like, oh, shit, he might – he might. Yeah, but, like – There I, was a second. He landed some clean shots. He really did, but at the same time, like, I don't know. I never thought Burgos was going to get finished. Like, maybe that's irrational for me to think that during watch, watching that fight, but anyway – We'll see what's next for both these guys. Love both these fighters. My definitely looking, uh, yeah, definitely two box up favorites. I would say mm-hmm. featherweights. I agree. All right, fight of the night. Let's talk some shit. I don't even like. Let's talk some shit. What's some shit? What do you got? What do you got? Like, this is like the best thing I've ever seen in the I UFC. Don't, I don't even think talking about it does it justice if you have no. not watched matt Schnell versus sumu darji second round go watch it right now because i mean that's like the pinnacle of why we love this sport right literally it encapsulated everything you can love there was lead elbows from sumu darji that almost put Schnell out Schnell recovered got on top of sue threw some elbows of his own cut his ass open Back from the dead, lands a triangle, chokes Sumadarji unconscious, and just the scenes of him laying on Schnell, he looks like a dead body, as you said. <laughs> and then Schnell immediately goes like this when he gets the finish. He puts his, does the Johnny Manziel uh, money uh, gesture. Yeah. Loved it. Every single moment. I will say the first round, I was putting together a piece of furniture for my new apartment, so I wasn't too locked in. And then I heard, like, I started watching the second. I was like, man, Chanel looks like he's about to go out. Yeah. He didn't. I, but I did take Chanel. 
We were talking how I saw and the under. So that was a huge like bonus too. I was saying last week how I have a weird affinity for Matt Schnell, especially it as, came to, it came to fruition, bro. Yeah, All this, this was random it. This Schnell it. talk it, it encapsulated into this. And it's like his last fight against Roy Vall was electric. That was fun of the night. It's like, are we just Matt Schnell guys now? Like, is he <laughs> creeping up the uh at least for flyweights, he's gotta be like top five of my favorites. Cause I mean I mean he, he's definitely boxed up fighter of the year nominee. For sure, at that oh, point. And yeah. Sue might be too, because Sue, you got to get a torn ACL. He fought yeah. on a torn ACL. Yeah, man. I mean, you can't watch the fight on YouTube or ESPN Plus yet, but there's a two minute clip going around on Twitter of the second round. The highlights. And yeah. I've probably watched it about 10 times. It is, you get chills watching it because there's it's... so many aspects that are incredible. Number one, the stand up of Schnell getting his shit rocked. And he gets knocked down like three times. Shout to the ref. Shout out to the ref. Great, great work. Great work. Great call. I don't even. It wasn't one of the normal. It was Montalvo. He does like the New York shit. Like he's at the MSG cards. And I thought he was gonna step in a few times when they're on the feet. I thought he He was watching closely. Yeah, and he almost stopped it too when Snell was landing elbows. You know, but he gave. That's great. That's just what every ref should look at that fight in terms in terms of like how to ref and that it was perfectly done perfectly yeah. done because Schnell was never out of it he was fighting back and he gave him a chance and that's what happens when you give fighters chances to recover um but i mean the commentating oh when oh dc was God. going ape shit like it couldn't like they were freaking out too. Like they, like they, they, like that's why the UFC is the best because the the commentating, like those guys, like Felder, DC, and Anik, they're they're fans. They they were talking about it like they're fans. You know, they they weren't even like describing it. They were just freaking out. It was uh they, when when DC when when Chanel mounted Sue and DC made that little squeal. My favorite yeah. part of it was after DC was freaking out. Anik did his signature laugh. Where it was like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it's like it's yeah, exactly, exactly. But oh, I, I mean, I, no, it, it was a slow burn because when I was watching it live, it was um, uh, I was sitting on the couch and Snell's gonna shit rocks. I'm like, oh, it's gonna go out, whatever. Then and and at some point, I was on my feet, and like like not like not every fight has you like that. Like I was on my feet, and it it, it was incredible, man. You, one of the best moments in terms of watching a live fight i've ever had it was incredible not to not to take anything away from this fight but i gotta mention sue fought with a torn acl it's unfortunate that he had to fight with an injury probably because he needed the money because these guys don't get paid enough and i mean he got fight the night bonus hopefully he'll heal up because he's fucking good yeah he's really really fucking good good. so i I want to see Matt Schnell fight again, and I want him to be another plus 200 underdog because yeah, that's something. That's a guy I can get behind. Matt Schnell versus Sumadarji, Gilbert Burns versus Hamzat, Geary and Glover. Those are the three best fights of the year. I don't know if you can think of a fourth, but... I mean, I've got a couple, but it, it's all like... They're all close, you know what I mean? But that's I, the big three. That's the big three. Like that Erosa fight was really good. Um, yeah, Morozov versus DSA was really good. I mean, there's a couple. Just I remember random fights again. Morozov versus DSA is one of my favorite fights of the year, and it's like that was that's, a great one. Yeah, but but those three in particular were 
like they're special. Yeah, I, I would agree. Special. I would agree. Um, okay, the box up bump is now three and zero officially on our new page. The fucking leech, man. Leech is incredible. The leech smelled blood in the water, and he went for the kill, and he got yeah. it. He wasn't looking great. I kind of sensed it coming, though. I sensed Again, enough. You could tell he, he was starting to, like, find the range with that right hand. And the, other, had, the other guy, what's the other guy's name? Muslim Salikov. Yeah, he was gassed. He was gassed out. Um, and, yeah, the leech, he started landing a little bit, and I, I saw it coming. He huge right hand came in at the end and yeah landed a few elbows and it was over the boxed up bump is on a crazy streak right now all three underdogs the bump it gives you superpowers man it really does i've already got one in mind we'll get all right let's let's run through this main car so we can talk about london because i i got a box up bump in mind also Um, one more thing with the leech fight is that dc was killing me the whole night but he's he was freaking out with his body shot the leech through like look at this body shot like on the replay, and they never showed it. Like, <laughs> it's like okay, bro. DC, I love DC, man. That guy's he's hilarious. The, he's the and bro, and they're all wearing those ABC gold the jackets. yellow jet, the gold jacket, and, and yeah, DC took funny. us off, bro. <laughs> well, like, at, right at the beginning, when they like you know before the fight start, they show the commentators. Mm-hmm. They had their jackets on. DC was like, he's like, my Hershey chocolate covered skin makes me pull this look off even better. And it's just like, <laughs> oh man, you're clowning already, DC. He's the best. Okay, Comain don't have a lot to say. Shaw Waterson loses via submission. Snoozer, Snoozer weird tap. It was a weird ending. Yeah. So if you're if you really know what happened, if you're Lemos, you never really want to do that. I mean, I get it, but like, there's been many times, not many, but there's been times where fighters tap, ref doesn't see it, and that other that fighter wins. You know, we've seen yeah. it happen before. So, I mean, props to both Lemos and Watterson for being good sports women. Because, uh, you know, she did tap. Kind of unfortunate. I had Watterson. I, I had Watterson and Schnell parlayed. That would have been crazy. That would have been nice. Um, but Watterson won the first. Really boring fight. Lemos didn't impress me too much. She and, sunk you know, in the 18. I'm, I'm, I'll take Watterson. I got her at plus 335. I'll take that again. Like, I wasn't yeah. mad about the bet or anything. Lemos I'll do it again is- knowing I'll lose the bet. Right. Yeah. Like I'm willing to take a shot on that. Like you said, Watterson probably won the first. I don't know. Lamosh is pretty good. Got another finish on her, her resume now. Still, I want to see a little bit more from her in her next fight. I don't know who she'll get next. Watterson's probably done soon, bro. She's, I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll probably see. got one more. Yeah, yeah we'll see. Not, the, not just. She's, she's the karate hottie still, though. The, the should... ref, the, the ref was so bored, he missed the tap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was checking his phone. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but I, this fight shouldn't have been co-main, but yeah. it, it what it is what it is. Um, okay, main event. This was tough. This was a tough pill to swallow. Uh, yeah. Ortega Rodriguez. Okay, here's in here's hindsight. My... Do you do you regret not giving the box up to Ortega? Because this was not a this would not have happened this if he had the box up. So so, Yair went for a sub attempt. Ortega broke it. As he was pulling his arm out, his shoulder dislocates. My question for you is, like, do we see this as, like, a freak accident? Or is this, like, should we look at this as, like, Rodriguez, like, finished him? Because it was a sub-attempt. 
right? Like, okay, was, well, the doctor said that the arm popped out because of the arm bar. That's right. why. I mean, so, is that is that it should be a submission, right? It was ruled a TKO, which is strange, but because it was an injury, it wasn't a submission because no, it wasn't. A, it was a TKO because he, he got hurt. Like that's that's what happens. Like we meant you told you text me this, but yeah, Rachik and and Jan, same thing happened. But we we can both agree that Jan was putting damage on the legs early, yeah, right? But same, I mean, Connor Poria. I mean, Poria claimed he checked a kick, but no we one really work. knows. Yeah. Like I, shit I, happens. I think why, why Weidman and uh, Uriah Hall, you know, like shit happens. Silva and White, like it's just the sport we live in. And Rodriguez should be credited with the win. So that's just how it works. Yeah. Um, I think his reaction after the fight, like he was almost apologetic that it ended that way. And he didn't really seem to like take much credit for the win. I think if he would have maybe, you know, said, hey, like that was, I finished it. Like that was mm-hmm. my arm bar. That's what happened. If he went about it that way, I, I might feel differently about it. But the fact that they were both like, okay, like this no. was kind of a all class. Rodriguez could have landed a hammer fist too, and he didn't. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? So Dude, that was respect- such a weird. I was so engaged for this main event. Like the first round was entertaining. Yeah. They're both landing. Like, I don't know who I Ortega probably would have gotten that round. It was close. I, I think I was a little better, but it was one round. You don't know. Like exactly. don't it know. was there was we probably would have needed all five for this. Um, it's unfortunate. We can't, much about the, we can't say much about the fight, but the better question is what to do with the featherweight division because this makes things a lot more complicated. I, it, It's tough because we have Yair, Josh Emmett. What, do you just interim belt that? So I think you should just – I think Volk should be okay. Featherweight's got some shit to figure out. I'm going to go fight the winner of Islam Oliveira. I'm going to go do that. Because in lightweight, there, there's no clear next in line for lightweight either. Right. So I think Volk should just do that. Go, okay, I'm, I'm going to get the winner. You guys figure shit out. He he has recovery time from the surgery too. So he, it'll be a while. I think you go uh, Emmett Rodriguez for <sighs> – it's tough. I think you, you go, Rod. I think depending on Ortega and his, depending on if he needs surgery and how long he has to recover, I think if he doesn't need a lot of time, I think you run it back for Ortega and Rodriguez. No, no belt, just run it yeah. back. And if he needs a lot of time to recover, needs surgery, all this stuff, and then you go Emmett Rodriguez um, for the number one contender. I don't think you need to, I don't think you need to throw a belt in there. There's no one can I don't think you need to, but knowing the UFC, they will. I, I don't really understand interim championships too much. Well, I, it, they make sense when in certain situations they do make sense, but in this case, I don't think it does because Volk is choosing to go up and he'll he'll kill the he'll be back, you know. Like, yeah. Like, why not just make Emmett and Rodriguez number one contender fight? I mean, it's yeah, you could thing. have that headline of it's the a same fight thing. Name. Or yeah. you could, but again, or you could make an interim and put it on a pay-per-view. Like that that may be what the real difference is here. What I would love to see, hear hear this idea. This will never happen, but this is what I would love to see. I would love to see like a Grand Prix style. You put Rodriguez versus Arnold Allen, and you have, well, I guess never mind. This doesn't make any sense because Cater and Emmett just fought. I was gonna have yeah. like say those those three through six guys, Rodriguez, Emmett, Cater, and Allen have those guys kind of like figure it out. 
don't there's know. not enough time though. That's that's the problem. I think I th- yeah. I, I kind of like throwing Allen in the mix. I think he should. I mean, him and Cater be a good he's fight right there. Yeah, him and K- I think that would that should be next. Cater and Allen. Um, yeah, Giga fight. We actually said him? that after Arn Allen beat Hooker, we said Cater Allen after that. But it's been a while for him too. Um, it, it just I don't like. Does Yair deserve a title fight? I don't. You know what I mean? That, that's the thing. I don't. That's why I don't. That's why I don't like the interim idea because I don't think Yair has deserved a a title shot you know i mean if if he got a more decisive one we would say absolutely because like that's my point yeah it's tough it's tough we'll we'll let it work itself out mm-hmm. we fucking we're we're not this is one of those situations where i'm glad i don't have to make these types of decisions because yeah. there's no real clear answer mm-hmm. um but anyway let's get into this ufc london we're back in london last time in march it was absolutely electric it was mm-hmm. a great card we got 14 fights scheduled couple of these fights i really don't know anything about full, full disclosure number one i won't be able to see any of this card i'll be expecting a, a pigeon to come across and send yes. me a little note to tell me who won aspinall blades got you um i will send honestly not a great betting card at all so I'm, I'm not glad but like if there was a card i could pick to miss most of it or all of it it might be this one a lot yep. of really big lines a lot of names i don't know that well um but let's get into it okay so the first two fights i gotta be honest i don't know shit about claudio silva and nicholas dalby don't know those guys uh and mandy bohm versus victoria leonardo don't know much about those girls so good luck to them i will probably Um, be uh sprinkling bets on them because i'm a degenerate but yeah i I, I don't don't have it i mean (laughs) in terms in terms of like there's 14 fights i respectfully hopefully they're good fights i don't i don't have anything on them I don't either. Um, okay, Jai Herbert, though, coming off that loss to Taporia where he almost knocked out Taporia. Big favorite against Kyle Nelson. Hopefully, like we've talked about Herbert, and we think like he's he's pretty good. good. He's gotten tough draws. So maybe this is a situation where he gets a win under his belt. We'll see what's next for him. Big, yeah, big favorite. Min- Herbert's minus 275, Kyle Nelson's plus 230. It, it feels like they're giving him a can just so he can get a win which I'm glad that's the case because I don't have his, his resume in front of me, but he's fought a lot of tough guys, yeah. including Taporia's last was, time around. And he fucked Taporia up with a, yeah, a head yeah. kick last time. And then he got um, dropped, but, you know. I'm, I'm, rooting, I'm rooting for him, for sure. Speaking of Taporia, he said T-City is now shit city. Fuck that. Yeah, that, class that, yeah that, that's ridiculous. That's not cool. Uh, but, yeah, the, the London crowd will definitely be behind Herbert, which would be exciting. Mohamed mm-hmm. uh, Makayev. Is back again. He's minus four fifty, and Charles Johnson's plus three thirty two. Like this, like dude. I'm. I will tell you right now. I'm taking Charles Johnson. Have you seen their little Twitter back and forth that we've had? No, I've not. Makayev posted a picture of himself with an AK forty seven in the backseat of a oh, car. Oh, I saw that. And said some shit. Charles Johnson replied to him and said something of in terms he's from st louis he's like i'm from the loo like blah 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 gun violence is real blah 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 makayev i'm not a fan of makayev's antics on social media after kind of seeing he was dming charles johnson calling him like a pussy and shit and mm-hmm. just That's weird man just weirdo behavior from makayev charles johnson's good um he's ufc debut it's his ufc debut he's lfa champion um i believe let me look up his resume because i i want to say he's like 11 and 2 he is 11 and 2 i think one of his losses is to brandon royval okay um, that's a name that's a name 
Like I I'm I'm comfortable taking him at plus three thirty. Like I'll okay, I'll I'll get behind it. I won't like, bet on it, but I'll get behind it. Like what do we know about Makayev? Yeah, he fucked Cody Durden up, but that's all we know about him. And the only mm-hmm. thing that I know about him is that he's kind of an asshole, it seems. <laughs> Isn't he undefeated? Yeah, but he's so if you go to like his page, he's fighting dudes that were like one and oh and like just there's like a, if you go to his topology page, there's like an asterisk saying like some of these are like suspect results, possibly. <laughs> so like wait, uh, like wait, wait, what? Okay, let me let me pull it up like, right now why? and see what it says. So like his amateur career. All right, let me let me pull it up because I wanna. All right, UFC London. Kaev. Okay, so. Okay, so you go to his like his history on Tapology. It says one or more belts on this fighter's record have been flagged by Tapology as having potential issues with their legitimacy. In some cases, flagged bouts do not count towards a fighter's win-loss record. In other cases, a flagged bout indicates that while Tapology has questions about the circumstances, it was still considered appropriate to include it in the records. Reasons Rick. for it says reasons this fighter has flagged bouts. It says Record padding slash severe mismatch. So he was fighting. He's basically fighting me. It sounds like. So <laughs> I don't trust that. There's rigged fights. Essentially, it sounds like. So give me Charles Johnson. Okay, just, sure. Just, you know, <laughs> sure. From St. Louis, I don't know. St. Louis, they're having a argument about which is a scarier place to grow up, St. Louis or Dagestan. <laughs> and it's like, bro, how do we get here? How did we get here? There will be at least two big upsets on this card. I'm predicting that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so enough about Makayev. I'm just going to fade him. I'm just going to fade a lot of these. Uh, I love spamming dogs, you know. But <laughs> Featherweights. Mr. Finland is back. Yeah, Mr. Finland Kwan, is back. Amir Khani is fighting JSP Jonathan Pierce. Amir Khani, Mr. Finland's plus 185, and Pierce is minus 215. I know you're going to take – You know I'm on Mr. <laughs> Finland, man. So, JSP fought in uh, in February, and I remember he didn't look great against Christian Rodriguez. Like, I, I, I remember watching that fight and saying – I don't know, remember like, that fight. I I remember – I know the name, but all, all the fights started blending together. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. The, the random fight night prelims. Yeah. Now, give me Mr. Finland all day. Should be some grappling going on in this, this matchup, but – Mr. Finland by sub, sneaky. It's always I don't have a number, but it will be sneaky. Pierce, yeah, he's four and one in the UFC. His own losses to Joe Lalzon. So I mean, got three finishes. This should be a solid fight. Like I think it's a solid. Mr. Finland has a lot of fights on his record. He's six and five in the UFC. And he had that Anaconda choke his last fight. Yeah, that was cool. Shout out to Mr. Finland. Okay, do you have you have odds pulled up? For what? Just just for the card. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I do. I do. So Nathaniel Wood is fighting Charles Boston Strong Rosa. Charles Rosa is back. I love betting on Charles Rosa. Charles Rosa is plus three sixty. Wood is oh. minus four fifty. Dude, that's what I'm saying, bro. These lines are ridiculous. So it's because they want these fucking London guys to win in front of their home crowd. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't hate it. <laughs> like, I get it. I completely. I don't get hate it. Charles Rosa plus three sixty. <laughs> so 
Nathaniel Woods last fight he lost to Casey Kenny. And he has a win over Castaneda, and he also lost to John Dotson. So he's one and two in his last three. Charles Rosa, though, yeah. is five and seven in the UFC. And he has two split decision wins. Eek. That's tough. His last five, he's two. And his last six, he's two and four. His two wins are by split. So... I don't know. Nah. It's kind of hard to find the value on that one. Absolutely, man. These fights are hilarious. Okay, let's just move on. Mark Diakise is back. I saw him Who? fight in Mark Diakise. Saw him fight. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Slava Claus. Slava. Oh Borsha. yeah, that was a boring fight. That fight. Diakise stunned. is minus three hundred five, and Demir Hadzovic is plus two fifty five. Let's take a look at Demir. What's Demir got going on recently? He won his last fight. Losses two previous. He lost to Alan Patrick. Oh, <laughs> dude. Come on, Demir. I mean, I think Dikishi is going to win here. Yeah. I think he looked I mean, He looked good in his last fight. It was not a very – it was not exciting fight style, but he did, he did what he needed to do, and he got it. As a dog, he won a very easy decision. Yeah. DKC is fine. I don't have any strong opinion on him. I, I he's, he's got a good look. He does. He does. Um, okay, Ludovic Klein. Klein this. is plus 260. Mason Jones minus 315. So who who is Klein gonna fight? Because this Mason Jones is stepping in for somebody. No idea. Oh, it was Bahamandes. Okay. So Bahamandes and Klein were supposed to fight on the 277 card, but instead. They're moving Klein to London to take on Mason Jones, which is interesting. Ludovic Klein came in and beat Devontae Smith uh, on the 272 Covington Masvidal card as a pretty pretty big underdog. And I actually took. I remember him. that. Yeah, I took him. I took Klein as an underdog. He's like plus 340 maybe, and he ended up getting wow. the win. Uh, Mason Jones is pretty good though. Uh, he's 11 and one. Last fight was against Anama. He also had fought Alan Patrick before that, and it was a no contest, dude. He's won one and one in the UFC. Yeah, Alan Patrick. I can't believe we're talking about him again. Yeah, man. Um, shit. So it, it it was a it was no contest because of an eye poke. Um, I think this has sneaky banger potential. But Mason Just, Jones dominated round one against Alan Patrick. Got you. So after seeing Klein's last time out and knowing Mason Jones is good, like I. I'm looking forward to this fight. Like, I'm glad that they moved this to this card. And because Mason Jones wasn't scheduled. So I'm glad they got him on here. Uh, real quick, before we get into this main card, I'm going to pause and we'll be right back. Okay, so maybe it's my lack of diligence or maybe it's just because I shouldn't really know. But these prelims, don't know much about what's going on. A lot of big lines. Over my head. You know, I know some of the fighters. I don't really have strong opinions on any of those fights, but the main card, let's get into it. I know I know where I'm leaning here. Uh, so first fight, we got Paul Craig coming off that nasty triangle of Nikita Krylov after he was getting pounded on the last London card. He's, he's an underdog again here against Vulcan Ozdemir. Um, so Paul Craig is plus 
140 and Ozmer is minus 165. Pretty big fight for Craig. If he wins this, he shoots up again in the rankings and he's been moving forward very slowly. It's a pretty one-sided way in, the, in how this fight's going to go, in my opinion. Ozmer has knockout power. His, his nickname's No Time. Um, Paul Craig's gotten knocked out before. Ozmer could yes. land one early and put him to sleep, but Paul Craig is nasty on the ground. Submissions for days. T-City, Paul Craig. Uh, I could see that happening again. I would not be shocked. I could absolutely see that happening again. I think Vulcan could easily win this fight as well, though. We talk about Paul Craig's record and how he just randomly comes up. So let, let's take a look at it real quick. Just notable results from Paul Craig. He had a little stint where he he lost he lost to Tyson Pedro, Cleo Roundtree back to back. Then he had that uh, buzzer beater triangle on Ankalev. Mm-hmm. Then he lost to Jimmy Crute. Then he won by triangle to Kennedy and Zetzen Chekwu. And then he got knocked out by Alonzo Menafield. So just a weird two and four stretch. But since yeah. then, he's rattled off five wins in a row, including the triangle of Krilov and then that crazy uh, arm breakage of Jamal Hill before that. Five in a row. I didn't realize that. And yeah. it's crazy. We mentioned this a lot, but two fighters, Jamal Hill and Ankalaev, they're only lost to Paul Craig. Yeah. And okay, he's 5-0-1. He had a draw against Shogun Rua, and then he beat Shogun Rua um, after that. But Ozdemir, I mean, recently, it's it's been kind of tough going for him. He got knocked out by Yiddy, and then he lost the decision to Ankalev last year. I feel like he kind of needs a win, man, because he's 2-5 in his last seven. I mean, he's fighting... His losses are to DC, Anthony Smith, Dominic Rez, Geary, and Ankalaev. So it's, it's pretty hilarious. He got he fought for the belt against DC. I know. <laughs> DC said, like, yeah, he was not ready for that. <laughs> Is he ready for Paul Craig? I'm betting Paul Craig's admission again. I don't care. I'm that's okay. what I'm, like that's what I'm doing. It if, if it's not broke, don't fix it. If he has that chance, I mean, I don't know how good. I mean, it was mere got ragdolled by DC on the ground, you know. So <laughs> I don't know if Fogger can make it happen. If anyone that could make it happen, and again, it's Paul Craig. So. Yeah, I'm I'm fine taking Paul Craig as a dog. Like, yeah, if, if this, yeah, it's if, one of those guys. If, if he's a dog, why, why not take? Him? And it's dogger pass. If the line was reversed on this, I'd probably go with Ozdemir. Like that's just kind of how this fight is. Yeah, I agree. I like the matchup a lot, though. Yeah, it it, it makes I, sense. I, I'm very um, intrigued by this fight to kick off a main card. Where are these guys ranked? Um, I think eight got... nine. Um, you're right. Paul Craig eight, Ozdemir nine. Whoever wins this, I, I think hey, Paul Craig five in a row without losing. If he wins, he should get a top five guy for sure. Yeah. Older guys, this is their last push to a belt. Okay, Molly McCann facing is Molly, is, is Molly McCann the worst minus three eighty fighter in UFC history? Very well could be. She is coming off that crazy elbow knockout of Carolina. That was fucking nuts. I do not expect her to uh, do something like that again. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I've been wrong plenty of times. If she does, it'd be great. But Hannah Goldie is 2-2. Two and two. Her last win is by submission. Is she going to submit Molly McCann? I could see it. I, don't... I think if it I goes my... to the ground, that's probably her best shot at 
a victory. Molly McCann isn't that good, man. Like we, I mean, Molly McCann also got subbed by Jillian Robertson, her first fight in the UFC. So keep that in mind. Molly McCann's three and five in the UFC. Had that that was a crazy spinning back elbow her last fight, but that's also her only finish in the UFC. Everything else decisions. I don't know. I, I don't think it's a bad fade. I mean, the home crowd. It's that's that's something to keep in mind. They're gonna be all over her. Oh man, um, I I I think it would be so funny for these British fighters to lose. Like just, I hey, I hey, hate hear that. Me out, hear me out, Goldie. Leave it submission parlay. I I might just have to. You might just have. To. <laughs> Uh, but Goldie, she lost to Diana Velveeta, who I don't think is good at all. Um, they're they're, so they're giving them, they're giving they're giving McCann a beatable hands. opponent. Yeah, yeah. But like all like all these London London fighters, it's like why? I I'm not convinced that it's gonna be like a dominant victory for Molly McCann. You know what I mean? Like, I no, don't, I'm not going into this being like, oh, she should definitely be almost minus 400 favorite. Like, that's, that's what just... I'm saying is like, yeah, exactly. Like she might, she, she'll probably win, but minus 380, like, holy shit. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. We all, we all know that the crowd's going to be all over Molly meatball. Um, but that's how it's going to be for all of these. It, it does add a, le- a level to the excitement to have the home crowd backing all of these like British fighters. It's very for cool. Sure. Gets me a little bit more hyped. Um, but anyway, we'll see what happens there. I'm, that fight could be a complete dud. But Molly lit up the arena last time when she grabbed the belt, the fake belt, and was running around with it over it, her it, shoulder. It, 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 was, it was a crazy moment. It, it was a crazy moment. Um, okay. More light heavyweights. Nikita Krilov is taking on Alexander Gustafson. Gustafson's back. So Gustafson's back. Krylov is minus 190. Gustafson plus 160. I, I kind of like Krylov here. Yeah. I, I don't think Gustafson has a lot left in the tank. He did not look good his last fight. He got submitted as like a huge favorite against Werdum. I think he I think he might get just he might might get submitted again. I mean, Krylov has that in his bag. Krylov was looking good against Paul Craig before he got wrapped up in a triangle. Yeah, he was beating Paul Craig's ass. Like, yeah, so we're gonna keep it a buck. I mean, there's definitely value on Gustafson, but it's kind of hard for me to get behind. You him. don't know what you're gonna see. Like, we exactly. have no, we have, we just haven't the, the seen old, him much. P- people think of the old Gustafson in these like historic fights against DC and Jones. He's 0 and 3 in title fights, which is kind of hard. To, um, he's one of the best fighters ever to not win a belt. Definitely top five. Um. But I think Krylov's gonna win this one. I would probably agree. It is tough because we don't know what we're gonna see from Gustafson. It's crazy though, looking at Krylov's record, like he's two and four in his last six. It doesn't feel that way. Mm-hmm. Like when I think of him, I think of him as like I don't know, a lot better than what his his. But he's re- fighting. He's been in, he's been ranked for a while. You oh, know? of course. I mean, his losses are to Polish Power, Glover, Ankalev, and Paul Craig. Like those are yeah, all top like, come guys. On. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, I think, I think that's a accurate line. I like Krilov a lot. Like he's fun to watch. And obviously I do think, Gust- I do think it's an accurate line and, and Gustafson. I'm more just intrigued about what we're going to see from him. Mm-hmm. Cause it's really kind of a question mark. He was supposed to fight Ben Rothwell, which would have been, that'd have been awesome. That'd been great. But instead we're going to get Ben Rothwell versus Greg Hardy and BK. We, 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 we miss you big Ben. Yeah. 
Okay. Here's my nomination for the boxed up bump. I was just going to ask you. <laughs> Jordan Levitt and Patty the Batty Pimlet. Are Jordan we, Levitt. Are, are, are we doing it? Is, 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 is the box up this hot? Uh, okay. Okay. There's no one oh, else. Well, okay. Oh, well. It's, it's got to be one of these last three fights, I think. I've got three nominees. The first one is Jordan Levitt. Okay, I want Jordan Levitt to submit Patty the Batty unconscious and then twerk. And <laughs> I want the the fucking Londoners gonna be throwing shit at him. And yeah. like, I want all hell to break loose. That's what I want from this fight. I want that too. I think no matter what happens here, it's gonna be an Man. electric fight to watch. What are the odds? What do we got on this? Patty's minus two fifty. Leave it plus two ten. Oh, I'm betting leave it for sure. Yeah, I you think, have I, to. I think it's gonna happen. Leave it's good. His only loss is to Claudio Puelas, who is we've talked about as like an up and comer who's yeah. he's won five in a row himself. He's the knee bar no, king. I seriously think it's funny. I just came across a tweet that said I think Patty should fight Puelas next if he wins, which I don't hate. Yeah, that's, but, that's fine. But leave it. I mean, he's good man. He's not a decent striker. Really good on the ground. You know, I he he's been in wars. I think I think this is it. I think this is where Patty falls. And we've talked about we've both talked about how in both of his wins, he didn't he there were moments where he didn't look great in the beginning and ended up winning. Right. I think this is the time where he takes his first L in the UFC. I'm rooting for it. I want all I want I want mayhem. I want all and you're right. The celebration at the Leave It special afterwards, the, like the, that would be the cherry on top. Oh my gosh! I think that is really what makes this fight so like fun, is that we know no matter who wins, the celebration is going to be so over the top yeah. that it's going to be elite comedy. I will say the, the last like I'm not a big Patty guy, but his last fight was pretty crazy. I mean, the walkout, the celebration oh, it's going to be great. Like I- it, it, it was a scene. Absolutely. Then again, I'm with you. I'm not so encapsulated with or in, infatuated, not encapsulated. I'm not so infatuated with the Patty, Big the word. Batty experience, but for what he is, I enjoy it. It's entertaining. And here, here's the thing. So it's, this is the third time that McCann and Patty have been on the same card and the two before they both won. That can't just keep happening. No way. You know, yeah. What, what if they both lose that? They might burn down O2 Arena. That's what I mean, bro. I want like <laughs> if if Mikhaev, McCann, and Patty all lose, that would be like hilarious. Like I would laugh my ass off. <laughs> okay, we'll so see. first boxed up nominee, Jordan Leave it. The second boxed up nominee, the action man, Chris Curtis. He's back. He's back. Back after not much time gone. He was about a month ago. It's a pick him. It's now a pick him. To pick him. Okay. Yeah. I love He's Chris Curtis action. in this spot. I love Chris Curtis in this spot. Chris Curtis a year ago was fighting Kenny Robertson in XMMA. Then he makes his UFC debut and knocks out Phil Hawes in the first round as a giant underdog. Comes back a month later, giant underdog against Brandon Allen. Another knockout victory. Fights in June against Vieira, tough test for him. We talked about it. We we're like, we don't know. Like, 
Chris Curtis as a favorite going against a guy who's strong on the ground. Perfect takedown defense. Gets the win over Vieira. Body work was great. Great on the feet. Now he's taking on Jack Hermanson, who's ranked number eight. That's what I'm right. saying. I don't hear. I don't see an avenue for Hermanson, a clear path for him to win right now. So number okay. So Darren Till is going to be in his corner. Number one, who's been studying Hermanson in the past however many months because this was, that was supposed to be the fight. Yeah. But Hermanson's striking is not top tier. Strickland pieced him up for five rounds. Um, that was a split decision for Strickland. Yeah. It was a joke. Edmund Shabazian was piecing Hermanson up until Hermanson got a takedown, got two takedowns and beat his ass. Hermanson wins off submissions and ground and pound. You know, he won't piece you up on the feet. So on the feet, I think advantage Curtis. On the ground, it's advantage Hermanson, but I don't think he's even able to get it there. I don't think he's like, you know what I mean? What we saw from Chris Curtis, like his defense was amazing. He's extremely strong. We've seen Hermanson rattled a few times, especially in Strickland. He just couldn't get anything going. I think with how Curtis has looked his past fight, I think it's a no-brainer uh, for him. And the other thing I like about Chris Curtis, too, it's not just his takedown defense that he uses so effectively, but his he uses his striking as defense. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, when Hermanson maybe tries to shoot a level change, like, Curtis can throw a counter hook, and it's like that'll, that'll just defend yeah. it like it's nothing. Hermanson's got a got a granite chin, so it's gonna be hard to get him out of there. But again, I don't see Hermanson being able to take it into where he wants the fight to be, which is the right. ground. And this might be recency bias is why we're we're so high on Chris Curtis, but it's like he, every time that we've had any doubts about him, he's proved us one hundred percent wrong. Yeah, and and we just now switched his last fight. We weren't even like fully on him either, but yeah. he looked extremely good against. What was an opponent I didn't think was a good, a good match, match for him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So in terms of entertainment and style. Right. So big, big spot for Chris Curtis. He could shoot in the top huge, 10 to win. Huge. And yeah, that would be wild, incredible. man. Wild. The story is crazy. But like Chris really Curtis impressive number, stuff. We, and, we could we could be talking about a Chris Curtis at number eight next week. That would be amazing. I don't want to overlook Hermanson. I'm I'm not like a, a hater of Hermanson. Like I, no, Hermanson's really good. I like him a lot, but got to go with Curtis here. Got to get that that boxed up uh, energy towards Chris Curtis. I think. Okay, main event: Blades and Aspinall. Okay, we got Aspinall at minus one thirty. It's the first time ever in Blades' career he's an underdog at plus one ten. If if the line closes as is, it'll be the first time in the UFC Blades will be an underdog. Did you know in? His last fight against Ngannou, he was minus 220. Really? Yeah. Wow. How crazy is that? All right, what are your thoughts? I'm torn, honestly. I have already put a wager down on Curtis Blades at plus 110. I had to do it. Okay. Curtis Blades is really fucking good. Like, <laughs> I, he showed us against Dawkins that he can hang on the feet. We know what he is capable of on the ground. We know, I mean, Aspinall, he's he's a tough, he's a tricky opponent because he's very well-rounded. Do you want to, knowing this, knowing how good Aspinall is, are you still comfortable taking him as a favorite against Curtis Blades? My heart is with Blades. My brain is with Aspinall. Really? I I think Aspinall is going to win this fight. I think he's that good. I really do. I think I don't think Blade should have taken this fight. 
Um, he should have taken someone above him. Tom Aspinall, we, we don't see heavyweights like this. I think we're going to see him and gone in the future. And dude, I, I mean, he has the record for least amount of time spent in the octagon to get a certain amount of wins. And okay, he fought Volkov, which is his first big test. And he toyed with him. It wasn't yeah, even close. It wasn't. And Volkov has got a big win against Jarzino. You know what I mean? It's not like Volkov is like all that, you know, we, we've talked about how, you know, there's been times where he hasn't looked great, but no one has made it look that easy right. against Volkov. You can't forget that. Blades also is is a you know is a great fighter. He's lost to the likes of Blades and Ngannou, where this landed. I mean, Asmal doesn't have the big knockout power that those two guys have, um, but his pace and speed is so different than any other heavyweight. I think Asmal's going to get it done. I think there's a reason why he's favored. I don't hate it. I could see it. I just can't. I can't fade that. I cannot fade someone who's looked this good. But I, I think you're overlooking Blades, man. Like you said, his only two losses, he got knocked out by Ngano and Lewis. That happens. The, the Lewis knockout was bad luck. I, I just think Blades is so fucking good. If you're going to give me plus money on Curtis Blades, I'm going to do it if it's not against a uh, – a top three guy and i could yeah, be in, saying in my mind Aspinall is a top three heavyweight he's not ranked that way but he is a top three heavyweight he, he might be by the the conversation that we have next week about how he does but i can't in good faith knowing that we haven't seen a lot of octagon time from tom Aspinall, like you just said knowing that i i don't want to have it be a situation where i'm putting money on Aspinall and a weakness is exposed against one of the best heavyweights, one of the best pound for pound fighters, maybe in the entire UFC curse or curse blades. Yeah, no, I don't think I, I, I like blades a lot, man. He, he gets it done. He's a unique heavyweight that he has the most takedowns in heavyweight history. I mean, I think Aspinall has the advantage in the feet. And then in terms of the takedowns, Aspinall is not bad on the ground. How often will blades be able to get it there? I don't know. You know, I, do you do you see a finish do you see a finish um yeah i do see a finish five round fight 100 percent. okay yeah no question on on either side i wouldn't be shocked if blades wins i i i I get what you're saying about him being underdog a huge opportunity for that you know what i mean like i just curse i know know, in my mind especially i mean i saw him knock out chris Douglas in person that might be uh maybe changing my view of him a little bit but it's like when i think of him like Sure, he's been knocked out a couple of times, but he's been pretty dominant other than that against everyone that he's fought. I'm just shocked you're fitting Aspinall two times in a row. That's crazy to me. You know, I the the, the Volkov fade, that was a little bit uh <laughs> yeah. I don't know about that one. But the fact that was a pick him was hilarious. Yeah, especially after seeing him favored against Curtis Blades for this fight. Like, yeah, wow. I, I wish I would have had some foresight and been able to splash on, on Aspinall for that one. I'm going to Aspinall. I think he's that good. I'm super high on him. I, and I am a Blades guy. I want Blades to win. I want Blades to win for his sake. He's had so much bad luck with the UFC. He's taken some really hard fights, including this one. I don't think, like, I don't think this is the path. I really don't. It's like, who else was he going to tie to Ivasa? He's already got a fight against Sirogan. I know what I'm saying. They should, they should have given tie to Blades. Man, 
I, I have a considerable wager on blades. Like I'm pretty like <laughs> I'm making you nervous. <laughs> yeah, you kind of are. I thought you were gonna be with me on this one, honestly. But <laughs> this is what happened last time too, because I was on Volkov and then you yeah, were on Aspinall and you ended up being right. So now I'm kind of like fuck, but I'm, nah, I'm curse blades super high in Aspinall. Rep in Chicago. And the, and the best part is I won't be able to talk to you about it for like two, three <laughs> You're days. You're not gonna know the result for like days after. No, I'll send the pigeon. I'll send the carrier yeah, send pigeon. pigeon. Send send some smoke signals. Um, whatever it is. I will send on, no, I'll no, send, no, send full results on a notebook piece of paper. I'll rip it out of my notebook. I'll write all the results and I'll let you know. I'll send that shit to you. Yeah, please have the round uh time of stop. Yeah, I will have all of the official. I'll put the scorecard information in there about how the judges have it and everything. I'll do it all. <laughs> hey, send a picture. Oh, yeah. Say like who ref the fight. Yeah, Saldi um, Amato gave it a 29-28, uh, blah, blah, blah for Chris Curtis, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Um, yeah, and draw a picture of leave it twerking uh yeah, with Patty the, the Batty's unconscious body. So are it's gotta be Jordan Leave it for the, the box up bump, right? I think be. it should be Chris Curtis. I, I think it should be Chris Curtis, honestly. Okay. I think I think he okay. Here's, Who needs here's, it more? Who needs it more? Why. Curtis okay, or Levitt? So leave it. Le- Levitt needs it more, but the boxed up bump, it's aura. I think Chris Curtis resembles um what box up's all about more than leave it. Cause we we barely talk about leave it. Chris Curtis comes up a lot. Yeah. We've he's more you know, of a he's more in the box up lore than leave it is. Then again. Like, like Chris Curtis is already on his way to be nominated for Box Up Fighter of the Year, True. In, in my opinion. True. You know what I mean? Like, like that's, I think he his essence is more boxed up material. The Levitt Box Up Bump play would definitely just be comedy. It would, but in in more serious, like now that we're we're three and zero, we we have a we have integrity mm-hmm. with the Box Up Bump. Chris Curtis, we're behind you. So, so is it, is it going to be Curtis? Chris Curtis officially is going to receive the boxed up bump. We love to hear that. UFC one. Love to hear that. And, and it's a pick em fight too. You know what I mean? Like we we don't yeah. pick like the boxed up bumps are not going to my three hundred underdogs. Yeah, yeah no. this is the it, it, like people. It, it's to people who need the bump. You know yes. what I mean? And Chris Curtis took this on short notice. Like you know what I mean? Like I, I think I think he could use it. He's got Till in his corner. Yeah. Chris should be Chris. interesting. UFC London. The crowd's going to be electric again. Mm-hmm. Great atmosphere. Can should, be some, pigeon. should be some entertaining fights. Um, fade Makayev, Fade McCann, Fade Patty. Just because we're haters. And <laughs> we are big haters of the yeah, London fighters. I mean, it's it's just funny to be like just because the crowd is so on their side to i just want to have know, the chaos I, of them like i know same i i want disappointment because last because last london everything was, went their way i know it was way too perfect for them way too like even arnold allen and aspinall yeah. one you know what i mean like it was way too perfect for them so it, it's it's gonna switch up um we'll see any any more final thoughts on this card uh not really no all right we got any extracurriculars Let's get into them. I know there's uh, some in here. Um, talk, okay, so Eagle SC, that happened, and there was an Ezekiel choke. Yeah, the Boa that's special. Cool. Yeah, Shout out. Cool. Yeah. He um, probably, probably listens to Box Up and wants to get on our radar. <laughs> yeah, we should, we should ask him for an interview. <laughs> um, his name was Ramazan Gasanov. Shout out. 
and he defeated Nasim Majan Shapirov. Classic Eagle FC bout. <laughs> uh, so we kind of mentioned this, but Frank Yeager um, requested a fight for final time at UFC 281 at MSG. And Giannis. Face, you think Giannis? He said whoever the promotion puts in front of him. So I, I want it to be Giannis. I've been calling for that. I want Giannis to get him out of there. Yeah. Um, respect respect to Frank Yeager, but I mean they, they, they should give it to someone who like Yanez, that'd be a good, you know, spark plug to get him in the top ten. Um so yeah. Maybe O'Malley. Uh, that that'd be cool. I mean, you want to get him O'Malley at MSG? Sure. Yeah. Um Volk is the new pound for pound king, which I think he should be. Agreed. Um and uh yeah, so the only other thing that really comes to mind is that uh, Nate Diaz, a yeah. lot of news about him, big dispute with Dana White in the UFC. Um, they're both saying different things. Um, what's your opinion on that? Uh, my, my question is, like, it seems like Nate has been asking to fight for a while now. Like, what is – why is the UFC not giving him his last fight? Like, I don't understand – why i don't know see that's the thing i i like someone's not telling the truth it's like dana they asked about like he he talked about a lot in the press conference he got asked a lot of questions about it um he's uh, i don't i like it's been a while since i watched it but he discredited a lot of things nate diaz said not surprising and that's not yeah i was gonna say uh nate diaz saying he wanted ariel show to talk about and discredit a lot of things dana said I don't know. I mean, see, I'm on Diaz's side, but it's also hard to take him that seriously when he said the only fighters that he would take is Izzy and Ngannou. It's like, you know what I mean? It's it, it's a weird thing. Uh, I, if he, yeah, the UFC, like apparently Diaz turned down a really big bag from them, like the most anyone's ever seen besides Conor McGregor. Um, it's hard to know what's going to happen. I'd be surprised if he fought again in the UFC at this point. You think they're just gonna let the contract expire? Because I think October is like the expiration date for it. Yeah, I, I just like I don't I don't see it. I mean, I don't see it happening, honestly. See, but like, like I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. But also thinking about it, like, what does it hurt the UFC? Like, if you're gonna let the contract expire, why wouldn't you just have him fight out his last fight? Because yeah, he's I mean, one of your most promotable guys. Like, he'll be on a pay per view. Like, why wouldn't you, like have him fight Poirier? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it may, it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. I hope he gets another fight. He's one of my favorite fighters, man. Like he's one of the most. Po- he might be. He's definitely top three biggest draw in the UFC for sure. Yeah. I don't know. Like I, I hope they figure it out. But at this point, it's really hard for me to to uh, right. see it happening. Um, Jake Paul talk. Uh, I really think he's gonna lose this fight. I've I, heard this before. Am, <laughs> I am. <laughs> I'm full. I don't even know the other guy's name, but I watched Hasim, the press. Hasim, I think. Hasim. Dude, like that. he's he's going to beat his ass. He's huge compared to Jake he's Paul. He's huge, man. I Jake Paul's biting off more than he can chew this time. I This 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 is going to be my fourth time fitting Jake Paul. Um, I watched their press conference. I watched the full press conference between Jake Paul and the other guy. Ariel was directing it. Uh, dude, he was... Jake Paul didn't look like himself up there. Really? He, yeah. He. Uh, I was really impressed. But okay, what's what's his name? I. It's Hasim something Junior. Let me look it up. So, like honestly, though, for speaking like Jake Paul, he's fighting like a 
actual that's like, what I'm saying. Boxer. Like this dude is like it's no Tyron Woodley. This guy's twelve, guy, this guy's no 12 and one in boxing. So Hasim Hasim Rahman. So Hasim Rahman Jr. So his dad was also there. The press conference, um, and uh, yeah, and he was just bodying Jake. I mean, it, it's a press conference, so like it, it yeah. it's yeah, it's whatever. But still, he was making good points. He was. He's the only fighter so far to really call out Jake Paul's bullshit. You know what I mean? And I don't know. Like they've trained together before and Jake Paul was like chirping him saying that he was like walking away and he's like, yo, like I was, I came to help you for a fight. That's, you know, there's a difference yeah. between sparring and like actual fighting. Oh, this guy's 12 and one in boxing. He's bigger than Jake Paul. Uh, he's got to cut weight to get to, I think, they're putting at 185 or something like that. Uh, I think I think he's losing. I'm really hey, confident. And and I'm, he's like I'm plus definitely one. gonna I'm definitely gonna watch. And he's like that. plus one fifty. He's plus one fifty. So I'm taking those all day. All right. This is yeah. be like your fourth time fading Jake Paul. It's my fourth time, yep. I, betting on Ben Askren might have been the, the worst one. <laughs> and then the two Tyron Woodley ones are like, yeah, that was that was that was rough too. I will say respect to Jake Paul for like it seems like I know he was supposed to fight Fury or whatever, and he He's like supposed to fight Tommy Fury, and he can't get in America. Some shady, yeah, some bullshit. Out. I, I, Jake Paul is kind of roasting him for ducking, and I, I think Tommy is kind of. Well, I, I guess he, he couldn't enter the United States because his family has some ties to like a a guy that's wanted by the United States government. So it's like that seems like kind of a legit reason to not be able to to fight. Then why not have the fight not in the U.S.? You know, like you yeah, could have. I'm sure Jake would have been fine with moving the venue. You know, possibly. But I'm just respect for him. He's not fighting. A, it's, it seems more like an actual boxing match than a like Ben Askren uh, event. Or, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, agreed. I respect it. He he's he's is, this is a bump. He he said himself, it, it's going to be the hardest opponent. Uh, yeah. And if he Mullen. wins, it's like, wow, maybe he's actually legit. I don't know. If he wins, I might have to take take a break. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I'm if definitely going to watch that shit, though. Like, yeah. Uh, August uh, 6th, I think. August 6th, yeah, it's coming up. Oh, fuck it. All right. I might watch it over the card that week because I, I don't think it's that great. I think that's Santos Hill. Exactly. Fight, I believe. <laughs> hey, Jamal Hill, baby. Yeah. All right. Well, that'll, it, that'll do it. Box up UFC. As always, Dylan Conway, Slimmy, signing off. Uh, I will be sending the the Messenger Pigeon, Game of Thrones, or the Crow, Game of Thrones yeah. style, the Raven, sending a Raven. Thank you. And I'll let you know those results. Thank you. Box Up Bump, Chris Curtis. Everyone follow that Box Up UFC. Catch you next week. Peace.